1: And welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania podcast. We are previewing Money in the Bank and Takeover Chicago, Part Two, Installment Two, whatever you want to call it. They're not really calling it Chicago Two, are they? In the same way they call Brooklyn, Brooklyn Two, Brooklyn Three. They aren't really doing that with Chicago. Anyway, I'm here with Garth. How are you,
0: my friend? Good, good, good. Looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, this it's an interesting couple of cards. Um, Like I say, we are previewing, giving our predictions for the two shows over the weekend. Um, This has got a lot to live up to. Um, Obviously, with New Japan just having polished (laughs) off what can only be described as, I don't think I'm ever exaggerating when I say this, one of the best shows of the decade um, in Dominion 2018. An absolutely outstanding show that Dave Meltzer has completely jizzed his pants over. (laughs) Uh, It's just it meme, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> completely spaffing out star ratings all over the place. Um, but it is a quality, quality show. And we were talking very, very briefly on air about, you know, a few of those matches had no build, yet they were just incredible matches that are going to live long in the memory because they were good matches.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: in fact, the one with the biggest build to it was Jericho Naito. <laughs> and, you know, that's a just, fat, fantastic match.
0: And they just continued the story in
1: the match yeah exactly and that's what a good match should be and I don't feel like we're getting that in the WWE at the moment but no. you know we have got NXT to look forward to so there <laughs> is that as well um, and I think having said that I think we should dive straight into our predictions Garth don't you let's do it right yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. start with the uh, NXT Chicago 2 um, I will say for those who are unfamiliar me and Garth every pay per view we come up with predictions and I win that is <laughs> <laughs> a fairly a fairly good uh summary of what happens on our previous shows. What what's the score now then? Uh, it's still three one, but I could go five one up here. <laughs> which is fairly unassailable. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty bad, isn't
1: it? It's uh yeah, it's not great. Um
0: but we'll I'm just, uh, I'm, just I'm just always vying for the underdog.
1: It's not just that, you follow your head. As well. No, you follow your heart instead of your head, and you should know oh. that WWE have got a set formula. And you'll see oh. from from some of these predictions, especially uh, the money in the bank pay-per-view on Sunday, you will see just how cut in stone some of these matches are. Some of yeah. them I genuinely can't predict. Like some of them I yeah. find it really, really difficult to come up with predictions for.
0: I've changed a couple of mine, to be honest. Um, last minute.
1: Yeah, there's been a couple of last minute changes for me as well. Um, I've gone back to my woman's Money in the Bank ladder match winner. Um, I started with her, went to someone else, then went to someone else, and then I've gone back to my original one. And to be honest, the longer we speak about it, the more I want to change it again. So let's move away from Money in the Bank, and let's talk about NXT TakeOver Chicago. Now, the last NXT TakeOver, um, an absolutely stellar show, TakeOver New Orleans. And for me, I felt that I don't know whether it's just because the takeover has come a lot sooner than they usually come. Obviously, it's only before the big four pay per view. They're trying to build Money in the Bank as another big, as one of the big five, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether it's just arrived sooner, but there doesn't seem to be a
0: whole lot of heat behind the feuds. Um, yeah, I mean, some of them seem to just. I don't know, like some of them have carried over and some of them have just sort of popped up in the last week or two.
1: And that's not to say that this card isn't stacked, because if you look at the five matches, this is a stacked card again. Right. And I'm sure that this is going to be an absolutely fantastic night of wrestling. And, I'm I'm sure. I, can't wait for it. I I can never look I I always look forward to NXT mm. takeovers. It doesn't matter who's on the card. And I'm sure, you know, yet again, this will be better than the main roster show, which is depressing. <laughs> but We'll start, and we're going to start with, for me, the lock of the night. And that is the tag team match, the NXT Tag Team Championship match between the current champions, the Undisputed Era, which will be Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. No Adam Cole on this show. Uh, yeah. Taking on the tag team of Only Larkin and Danny Burch. Um I'll let you go first on this one, Garth. Who have we got and why?
0: This is the only match where... I didn't think it could go either way, so I think it's going to definitely be undisputed. I would be. I can't. I can't see them losing the belt to the to this team, especially.
1: I would be incredibly surprised if it happened. Incredible. When you
0: look at not when you look at the teams that are in in the wings waiting.
1: No, when you've got War Raiders waiting, mm-hmm. and you know, can you imagine the undisputed era versus War? I'm not going to call them War Raiders because it's a stupid name. Uh, can you imagine <laughs> the undisputed era versus War Machine? Just an absolutely <laughs> outstanding match. You know, incredible. And I've gone for the Undisputed Era as well. I mean, it's the only logical choice, but another reason is we have got these UK shows at Albert Hall and one of the advertised matches is the Undisputed Era for the Tag Team Championships, the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain.
0: Right. Uh, That makes sense, yeah.
1: I mean, they're not going to take the belts off them because that takes heat out of the feud that they've got an actual really, really good feud because that match is going to be fucking brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, you're not going to take that heat out of that match. So I just feel like this. I'm sure it'd be a great showing for Only Logan and Danny Burch. And let's face it, Only Lorkin is a just a massively underrated wrestler. Yeah. But here, you know, yes, it's their first takeover. Yeah, they've sort of begun to establish themselves as a team. This is not their time.
0: Yeah, and it's not really going to hurt them. No, absolutely
1: not. Taking a loss to the Undisputed Era, the hottest thing in the WWE, Mm. and that's including the main roster. You know, you're not going to... And, you know, we've talked about how dominant factions before have held all the gold. You're not going to have them lose it here, especially when the Undisputed Era are, at the moment, possibly at the pinnacle. You know, they've just come out of an absolutely fantastic match um, against the Authors of Pain. You know, we had that fantastic match where, you know, we had the author's pain and Roderick Strong turning on Pete Mm -hmm. Dunne. This is Roderick Strong's first takeover as part of the Undisputed Era. He's not going to lose. No, It makes no sense. makes no sense. So the Undisputed Era for both of us, I think that's a safe bet, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Next up, we've got the match I'm looking forward to most on this card, and it is Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was but talking also, to you. Been so good, yeah.
1: yeah, I was talking to you before we came on, and I recently went to download and I watched NXT while we were there, and we had uh, the Velveteen Dream versus uh, El Liguero. Now my brother doesn't watch wrestling, and I dragged him to this show, and to have your first match be El Lagero, who's wearing you know a bull mask, <laughs> effectively he's got bull horns. He was wearing flesh-coloured tie, trunks, sorry, <laughs> a flesh-coloured, like, mask, taking on, effectively, a Prince lookalike. My brother's first words were, why the fuck is a life-size sex doll taking on Prince? <laughs> Which is, you know, a fairly good representation of that match, but why, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Velveteen Dream was so entertaining. You know, yeah. he got the crowd a, a horrifically smarky crowd just <laughs> in the palm of Thirsty. his hand yeah in the palm of his hand just they were and Ricochet who took on Fab- uh, Fabian Aitner at that match uh, who was subject to one of the best chants ever when the UK crowd decided to just chant right said Fred at him, <laughs> which is just absolutely incredible chant great chant game from the download crowd but both these men were just fantastic they were the highlight of that show and This feud started with Twitter, Velveteen Dream getting extremely frustrated the fact that these indie talents were coming in and, you know, oh, damn these indie talents coming in, taking our titles. Um, And Ricochet is looking to show Velveteen Dream that he is all that, effectively. Velveteen Dream doesn't quite believe that Ricochet is as good as he says he is. says anything Ricochet can do, he can do better, which gave birth to that fantastic... Uh, part of NXT, where Ricochet dove over the top ropes, landed on his feet, and then said, go on then, show me, which was just incredible. incredible. And the Dream sold it so well. He did. Velveteen's Dream's acting is amazing, and I want him to stay in NXT forever, because I'm worried as soon as he gets to main roster, he's going to be another... I mean, look what they did with the revival. They were like a solid tag team, and look what's happened to them. No way Jose. Oh, Jesus, no way Jose. He's already done he's already gone yeah yeah he will be the person that Kurt Hawkins breaks his losing streak against
0: yeah if it's
1: not Bray Wyatt um for this match though I am going instantly I saw this match and I wanted to go for the Velveteen Dream and that's just my automatic reaction whenever I see a Velveteen Dream match um but I'm going to go for Ricochet and the reason I'm going for Ricochet is because this is his first singles bout Uh, he has come with a lot of hype There is a lot of people looking at Ricochet and thinking this could legitimately be the next face of the company. If you want that, you need to build him. They did a good job during the ladder match at New Orleans. Obviously, he didn't win. Mm. To stop him looking weak or weaker than they would like, he needs to have a high-profile victory. Velveteen Dream is a good start. These two are going to put on a fantastic match. Ricochet is going to showcase all of his talent, which will, again... Encapsulate the crowd, encapsulate a live crowd, a Chicago crowd, you know, notoriously one of the mm-hmm. hardest crowds. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure this will be a fantastic and it will look at sort of catapulting Ricochet up that card towards potentially the NXT Championship, or definitely towards the United States Championship yeah. or the North American Championship. Um so yeah, I'm going for Ricochet. I think he needs this.
0: Yeah. Who have you got? Same, Ricochet. Um again, the same as you I I originally thought, yeah, the dream will win this, but then watching the I watch the sort of build up videos and the vignettes and stuff and I think it's it's gonna do no harm to the dream because he's good enough to basically brush it off. And if they want to keep the feud going, Ricochet's the logical choice because then he can have a bit of a gloat, and the Dream can maybe turn a little bit semi-serious. Potentially. And say, right, I was messing there, and now I'm focused and I want to rematch it. whatever the next takeover will be.
1: If we are on the verge of a trilogy of matches between Ricochet and Velveteen Dream, I am more than up for that. That's
0: that's. I definitely think there's going to be more than this match.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: that will then go on to one of the belts, I think once they've moved people around. Yeah,
1: because let's face it, Adam Cole is going to be NXT champion
0: at some point. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, will they hold all the belts at one point, do you think? They've got to, haven't they?
1: I mean, if they're only missing, you know, say that Adam Cole eventually drops the NXT um, North American Championship, he's going to be catapulted straight into the NXT Championship picture. He's
0: got to be. I I would absolutely love it if they did. Like, a kind of finger poke of doom type thing where he he lies down for someone like Roderick Strong lets him win that and then he goes and wins the NXT championship oh the heat the heat that's what I mean like because if they were to turn around and say well you need to give up your North American title to get your NXT title shot yeah Says, yeah okay then and I pick him then he just lies down and lets him have it
1: <laughs> but then that could lead into oh can you imagine that because Roderick Strong is fantastic in the ring as well. He would put on fantastic matches with Ricochet or Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Just absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't so, yeah. think they'll do that because they chastised, even now, they chastised WCW for doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think. Just for the heat. <laughs> this is storyline, whereas WCW's was born out of a bit of laziness, really. Yeah. They were that convinced that they could pull something like that against mankind winning the WWE Championship and they'd still get the numbers and obviously it didn't work and that was the beginning <laughs> of the end for them. Um, but, yeah, uh, going back to this match, I think Ricochet's <laughs> a safe bet. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to the NXT Women's Championship, uh, we have got the champion Shayna Baszler against Nikki Cross. Now, face Nikki Cross is brilliant because she's just <laughs> mental. Just mental, yeah. And, um, Now, looking at when Sanity got called up and Nikki Cross was obviously left in NXT, everyone was very, very confused and a lot of people were quite angry. Um, Looking at it now, and (laughs) Sanity still haven't appeared on TV because, and I quote, creative have nothing for them. (laughs) How can you not have anything for Sanity? Okay, whatever. Whatever. And now Nikki Cross is in the NXT Women's Championship picture. I think it's been the right decision. The NXT Women's Championship, well, the NXT sort of women's picture was relatively depleted. Uh, Obviously, you lost the Iconics, you lost Asuka, you lost Ember Moon. So they needed to reassess, and I think for this match they needed someone who was experienced. And Nikki Cross filled that—you know—filled that hole. Obviously, now you've got women coming up. You've got Dakota Kai. You've got um, Nixon Newell, Stephanie Newell. Um, you've got Kyrie Sane, You've got a lot of women coming through, um, and I feel that after this match, Nikki Cross perhaps could go up to the main roster. You know, yeah. she doesn't need to stay in NXT. And that is why I have gone for Shayna Baszler. <laughs> among among other reasons, among the fact that, you know, she's been billed as this dominant champion. She needs to go on a tear. And she's defended it once, I think, yeah. against Dakota Kai. So, you know, this needs to be a dominant not a dominant victory. I think it's gonna be a great match. I think it's gonna be quite brutal, quite hardcore, but I feel that Shayna needs to win. She needs to win. Mm-hmm.
0: What about you? Same. <laughs> Uh, this could
1: be a just, very interesting prediction to have some right. guys.
0: I just think um, she's got to follow the Asuka sort of mold, the streak. The um, dominance. Yeah, because yeah. I think. She's, I mean, she's obviously totally different than Asuka because Asuka was a wrestler, whereas is yeah. a fighter. Um, but I think that's. I mean, originally I wasn't sold on Beza at all, but I think. The last couple of, well, the last couple of months of my work, and especially the last takeover, she proved that she could do it and make her look legit. Yeah, massively, <laughs> like, massively improved, hasn't she, in a very yeah. short space of time. Massively and improved. The more time she spends as the champion in NXT, I think it's just it's just going to help her for when she eventually does take that leap. Yeah. But I think, I think she needs to hold it. I would keep that in NXT for at least at least a year from now and have I have that belt for most of that time. I'd give it to Mania definitely. And then when she drops it, I bring it know, straight I mean, up. Yeah,
1: just. I think have if I, have she I drops it, flip. Yeah, I think if she drops it, it will be her own arrogance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know the fact yeah. that look how long I've held it. No one's going to beat me, and then it'll be someone like Dakota Kai that takes it off her. Mm-hmm. You know Candice Lerae for example, um, and she will yeah. I'd love to see her lose a title and her just destroy them. I'm not talking like you know, hit the ring with a chair. I'm talking like ripping up mats. I'm talking about destroying barricades, the announce yeah. table. Get put Maro Ranallo in like a ridiculously triangle horrible trouble. triangle <laughs> choke. Yeah, just have a destru Think the think the Nexus. She'd yeah, have a destroy it, it if she loses it. That would have be I get, incredible. Well, have,
0: I, have I get fired or something? That'd be amazing. Have it I would get be fired awesome. Regal. Regal and then I show up on the main roster in the crowd or something like that, and she jumps Ronda Rousey, I don't know. <laughs> oh.
1: Mate, fancy all fancy booking on here is really improving. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be in the comments. That's a shit idea. Don't yeah, do no. that. Don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, I A finger poke of doom, what are you talking about? <laughs> um but yeah, I think. I think Baszler has to win. You know, it's her first NXT takeover as champion. You know, she won it at New Orleans. Well, no, she didn't, did she? Oh, I can't remember when she won it. Let's see. Because I can't remember off the top of my head. I thought she'd won it at New Orleans. She'd taken She'll it off Ember Moon. she off
0: Amber Moon, yeah.
1: Yeah, she took it off Ember Moon, I thought she had. That's all right, it's fine. I'd done my research, just wanted to check that it was fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so Shayna Baszler. Has to be Shayna Baszler. Yeah, definitely. Similarly... We have the NXT Championship match next, which is Alistair Black taking on Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan has been doing a lot of destructive work on NXT, um, (laughs) including standing tall last night. Um, However, surely it's got to be Alistair Black. Yeah. But. But. No, no, I can't. I'm going for. I'm going for Black. I'm playing it safe. I was gonna say that. Are they gonna have the three championships and have no title changes? Nah. So one of them is going to change. I don't know. Or one because of
0: them has this, to change. This is technically not. It's not one of the big four. It's the newcomer. As such, I suppose they'll have to do something, don't they? Well, let's face it.
1: Looking at the card and looking at what I think will main event, so it's got to be the street fight. Yeah, it's got to be the street fight, which is main events. It's not about anything else really. These these are taking almost a second, you know, back seat to this yeah. Chicago street fight. So, does it matter if none of the championships change hands? Because mm. I can't see Lars Sullivan. And don't get me wrong, I think in future he will be an NXT champion. Why not? You know, he's NXT's Braun Strowman. Yeah. But has he done enough? Has he shown you enough to make him an NXT champion yet? No, nah, not yet. No. Do you think he's got it in him?
0: Yeah,
1: I think he definitely has. Yeah, absolutely. His program with Alistair Black has been
0: really entertaining. I love um, that spot where he just sort of stopped Aleister Black in his tracks.
1: Oh, when he caught his foot off we that black caught, mass.
0: yeah. Just caught and just looked at him, just
1: But that was yeah. that was magic. And that yeah. really it really sort of had me investing a bit in Lars Sullivan as mm. not just this ridiculously brutal monster, but also his reactions to catch that kick. You yeah. know, that's what's scary.
0: You know, his speed think, as well. Looking at that, I mean he's pretty much got them the sort of to win over Alistair Black all the way through this. So that's why I think Alistair Black will win this match.
1: Yeah, I think he will be brutalised throughout. Yeah, I think Lars Sullivan will look good coming out of this match. But I think Alistair Black will just have too much about him.
0: I, th- I think the the build as well with him not being able to hit him with a black mask, I think when he does, that'll be the, the sort of finally got him with that kick. Yeah. So you put him down, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that will be what happens. I don't think... I think Lars Sullivan, like I say, will be the dominant force in the match. I think he will take Alistair Black to his absolute limit. Yeah, And I think both men will look fantastic. You know, similar to the Velveteen Dream Ricochet match. Whoever wins that match, is, you know, it doesn't matter because both are going to come out looking amazing. And I think that's the same story for this one as well.
0: Yeah, plus the decision to have Alistair Black win this Ties into the Street Fight match somehow.
1: Do you think? Mm-hmm. Are yep. you going to explain that?
0: Oh um, my we'll get it was the Street Fight. Yeah. Okay. And
1: with that, <laughs> next, and what I think will main event, and <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it's, it's got a main event. Yeah, After their match cool. at New Orleans, this has got to main event again. Um, we're looking at obviously Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in a Chicago Street Fight. Do you want to tell me who you've got first or do you want me to tell you?
0: Do you want me to go? I've got... Because, I've, again, I've been watching all the sort of lead-up to this um, and I noticed a couple of things watching it and I thought, oh, that could that could come into play. Um, mainly the fact that it just seems to have turned up the sort of Jake the Snake Roberts in him. The best thing you can do with his promos, everything's and obviously they brought in like, um, like Mrs. Gargano, yeah, Candice Luray, <laughs> yeah, um, they brought her into it and it was like, This is personal, I, love I was like, That's I think all of this is all of it's pointing towards Champa getting the win, but I think EC3 is going to have something in this match. EC3, yeah, I think he's going to cost Gargano the match at some point
1: because of when. Cause when He, he barged he, he, he through yeah. EC3's match to hand in his contract.
0: Yeah, when he was just about to sort of basically win. Yeah, and he barged in there, and you could see the the really sort of emphasised the fact that EC3 really wasn't very happy. Yeah, um... Um, and that I think that means that would then lead to if Champa wins that, it would put Champ in. I think Champ will come out and challenge for the title. This is long-term booking. <laughs> <laughs> See? He, he, he would go for the title eventually and win it. Um, And Gargano would have a feud with EC3 to put EC3 further up the card. And then, when Champ has got the title, they'll have another feud. This is another one belt. that is,
1: without a doubt, going to be a trilogy.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um... So, but I think I think EC3 is going to do something even if he just shows up or if he not even attacks, shows up in his suit on the ramp or something. Yeah. I just think he... I think the way Gargano's going to get beat here is some sort of distraction or not a dirty move but not conventional. Or something's going to happen with like Candice LeRae is going to come out and then EC3 is going to come out and they're going to have an argument and something's going to happen like that. Something outside interference is going to happen. That's my prediction. Okay. <laughs> All right. Long-winded.
1: No, no, it makes sense. Um, oh, fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to change my Ricochet Velveteen Dream one then. I'll go for the <laughs> Velveteen Dream so that at least we differ
0: right,
1: okay. uh, so that there is a clear-cut winner um, because I'm going for Champa as well. There's you've done all this work building Champa as this despicable heel <laughs> hes so have... he's I... a bastard an even, absolute bastard even when
0: you look at him, he looks like this impish evil like when he after that um, unsanctioned match the next night or the couple of nights after where he he had all that bloodshot eye, yeah. And he kept like, like purposely looking to the side, so it was all. It just looked
1: so evil. But do you then do all that work to then have him lose two pay per views on the bounce to the same opponent? Exactly. No. That's why I think he's winning. This story is not going to be over at Takeover Chicago two. Nah, this is this is a feud that needs a trilogy. It absolutely needs a trilogy, and I can see this one being. Infinitely more brutal than the last one Definitely. because obviously there are no rules. And I think I didn't think about EC3. Um, <laughs> I think Candice LeRae will play a massive part in it. I think Candice will distract Johnny
0: mm-hmm.
1: because Johnny will be going to absolute town on Champa, going to a place that he doesn't want to go. You know, can you remember the feud between Bray Wyatt and John Cena, yeah. um, at Mania 30, where Bray Wyatt basically didn't care if he lost, he just wanted John Cena to go to that dark place to have to beat him.
0: Yeah, because it was that was when there was sort of really, really sort of teasing the, the heel turn, weren't they? Yeah. The Cena.
1: Which honestly, that was the chance for you know, the heel turn, that was the chance for Bray Wyatt yeah. to be massive. It was a really good storyline. Um I think that's what's gonna happen here. I think Johnny will be going to that place to beat Champer, and Champer will be letting him do it because it means he's destroying Johnny from the inside yeah. and Candice will stop him. Because
0: she's already sort of signalled the whole, I'm done with this.
1: Yeah. She doesn't want him to go to that place. She doesn't want to lose her husband effectively.
0: And he's got that, um, had that spot where he was going to hit him with the broken uh, crutch. Yeah. And he stopped. So this time... Do you think he goes through with it? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: There's there's no way Johnny's going to stop on anything here. Nothing at all. Yeah. Um, but I think that once Candice stops him, Champa will take advantage. Lung blower, victory. I can just I can Project what Champa, I, or whatever I you want to actually,
0: call it. I can actually picture, I, I've got a picture in my mind of a bloodied Champa with blood in his mouth just laughing. Yeah.
1: With that really creepy, sinister wave he does.
0: Even though he's getting beat down, he's laughing at Johnny
1: Gargano because he knows he's That's exactly what I mean. That's the scenario I can see. And it's the best one, isn't it? Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if Champa loses here, you risk destroying his character. Oh yeah. Because he's not that... Well, he's not... (sighs) He can't back it up. Not the moment he can't. Yeah. And luckily, he's getting by on some fantastic character work. <laughs> the best. The best <laughs> character work. I mean, spoiling the Infinity War, that's amazing <laughs> he'll be that's,
0: that's legendary.
1: So um, but yeah, it's it's got to be Champa here. And we keep referencing it back. Check out Scott's booking of Gargano vs. Champa. It's incredible and even though obviously bits of it aren't going to happen now, still read it, it's fantastic fancy booking mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think it'll be a fantastic match, I think it'll be brutal, I think it'll be difficult to watch at times, mm-hmm. I think Candice is going to play a massive part in it and I think that distraction will give Ciampa the op- the distraction he needs to take the victory yeah. and I think we will have a trilogy but it will not be for a while, you cannot just piss this trilogy out in three consecutive no, takeovers, give us a break now Build it again. Build Champa into this indestructible monster. Give him the NXT Championship. Why not?
0: That's what I think he will. Oh, he's, yeah.
1: yeah. I think he will get it before Gargano does. Yeah. Gargano had his chance against Almas, lost it in an absolutely stellar match. Give Champa the chance now, and Champa will win it. Um. So, yeah, just to recap our t- predictions then for NXT TakeOver Chicago. We've got the tag team match where we've both got the undisputed era. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream you've got Ricochet, I've got the Velveteen Dream mm. um, we've got the women's match Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross we've both gone Shayna Baszler yep. um, we have got the NXT Championship match between Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan, we've both gone Alistair Black and finally we've got the Chicago Street Fight between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano and we've both gone with Ciampa, so the match we're most excited about is is Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only one, apparently, where we differ. <laughs> so that should be good. Um, moving on. Anyway, so this Sunday, in case you hadn't heard, because they bloody referenced it enough, um, it's Money in the Bank on Sunday. And it's the pay per view that, you know, bar the Royal Rumble, the one I look forward to most, um, despite the fact that I wish it was still a ladder match at Mania as opposed to having its own pay per view, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, and we've got a decent card. Yeah. A cautiously decent card. The ladder matches, if you look at who's in the ladder matches, I think you've got ladder matches that are going to be absolutely fantastic. They seem to have built an alright card around it. There are some matches that have absolutely no heat behind them, and I'm sure we'll get into them <laughs> very, very surely. Um, and ones that I'm just, I'm not asked about in the slightest. But there is some gems here, and there might be some diamonds in the rough in this pay-per-view. I am going to ask you, though, before we do anything, before we predict anything, (laughs) are we going to see a cash-in at this pay-per-view? I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. We'll get into that when we get to the championship match. Uh, We're going to start with one of those Aforementioned matches that has no heat behind it, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Now, this feud, oh. <laughs> uh, for those who need a bit of context, is Big Cass, who, as you might notice, is big, seven foot tall. You can't teach it. Um he is bigger than Daniel Bryan. Yep. They keep telling us. That's the feud. Uh, Big Cass is annoyed because Daniel Bryan is small. Now, that's shit. And (laughs) what pisses me off more than anything is not the fact that Daniel Bryan is in a feud with Big Cass. If they'd given them good stuff, this would be brilliant. It's the fact that we are wasting Daniel Bryan, who we don't know how long Daniel Bryan's got left. We didn't think we'd have Daniel Bryan this time last year. you know, And yet here he is, able to wrestle... He's not in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Fine. He's not in the title match. Fine. But for God's sake, don't waste him in a feud where the whole sort of nucleus of the feud is that he's small. What an absolute piss take. And I know that SmackDown at the moment are producing the better writing, which is worrying, are producing the better writing of the two shows. But this, this is dog shit. (laughs) <laughs> this week on Tuesday, Daniel Bryan had a really good match with Shelton Benjamin, who is doing nothing on SmackDown. Give him a feud. Yeah. You know Jeff Hardy. Give Jeff Hardy a feud with Daniel Bryan. You had Jeff Chad Hardy's... Gable on there before you swam to him over to Raw to do nothing.
0: Give him a feud with Chad Gable. Jeff Hardy's been
1: naughty again, though, hasn't he? Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> He's losing that title soon until that's be perfectly. No, just can't. <laughs> Just gives into to temptation, don't you Bless him. Um, there's it. Just it irritates me this feud, and it's not because of who's involved. If Daniel Bryan wants to work with Big Cass, fine. Even you know, if it's you know the higher ups that want Big Cass to work with him, fine. I just hate the whole premise of this yeah. feud. It's I bollocks.
0: Found it hard to pick something because I have no reason for either of them to win.
1: No, none at all. And if Daniel Bryan loses. What have we got? You know, what's Big Cass going to get? Yeah, so what? He's beating Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but he's smaller than you. You've already told us that in your promos.
0: And then if they give Daniel Bryan the win, do people even care? That's the thing. That's the thing. You risk people
1: being less invested in Daniel Bryan. And for God's sake, you cannot afford that.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Daniel Bryan's just being bloody punished for daring to come back. (laughs) For daring to come back. Because well, don't forget, sin- he hasn't signed yet. He hasn't re-signed. That's true. Ever since he came back. Really well, ever- oh, right? back, they've just fed him shite. Well. Wow. So, uh, I- I'm going to go Daniel Bryan by DQ.
1: Okay, because Big Cass is going to take it too far.
0: Yeah, he's going to do something, yeah, and just...
1: Yeah. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan because I don't care. <laughs> and I hope this match is either the opener or it's early on in the card, so that then I've got a pay-per-view to look forward to. Mm. Because I swear to God, if this is like fourth from last, <laughs> I'm going to cry.
0: This, this and then the Jinder match.
1: This, then Jinder, <laughs> then Carmella. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so we've both come for Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to say, really. <laughs> um Next, this match should be really, really good. Uh, We've got the WWE Intercontinental Championship match between the champion Seth Rollins and Elias. Um, I love these two together. I think it works. And you know what? I think Elias is taking the title here. Wow. Really? Yeah, I'm going for Elias. And my reasoning is twofold, okay? My first reason is that Roman Reigns is not over. In case you didn't know, anyone listening. (laughs) Uh to Never. this podcast really? yeah Reigns rain's not that popular with the crowds uh, can't imagine why, um, and I think even Vince is starting to notice it,
0: yeah
1: um obviously, at the end of backlash, we had people leaving during a Samoa Joe match, which is just ridiculous um and if you know whispers are to be true that they are thinking about Reigns versus Lesnar again, no. which, no. at SummerSlam, no. which we don't want, nobody wants, but that was the original plan. If Vince is thinking, oh, bollocks, he's not really getting over, is he? And then, you know, he's not going to get over here versus Jinder, is he? You know, I can see them thinking, oh my god, what's going to happen? Enter Seth Rollins. Rollins, who is stupidly over, <laughs> He, MVP at the minute he should be the face of the company he's the man who they should be basing the company around yeah. he's an excellent in-ring technician he's done wonderful work since his face to since he became champion since he would be given mm. a purpose I think he'd be brilliant chasing the universal title and I think he'll be the one to dethrone blo- uh, dethrone Brock which is what some news sources are suggesting that the WWE are thinking about If that happens, he cannot take the Intercontinental Championship into SummerSlam. Therefore, why not give it to Elias, see what Elias can do with it, because who else is over? Elias. (laughs) Um, Nice. I I just feel like Seth, he's done really, really good work with the Intercontinental Championship since he's had it. They've given him his WrestleMania moment, Made him a Grand Slam champion, which he absolutely deserved to be. He should have been the first S.H.I.E.L.D. member to do it, let's be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. But, elevate Elias now. Because, let's face it, when he first came up from NXT, nobody thought he'd be where he was. Nobody thought he'd be as over as he was. So, give him the Intercontinental Championship, see what he can do with it. Okay, Then, if you want to, in a couple of months, put him in a feud with Finn Balor put the belt on Bala so go for Elias wow. and this I is... think I've made a compelling argument there <laughs>
0: yeah. well this is one that I, I did change my mind on I originally had Elias and then I've changed it to Seth
1: really yeah. what changed your mind
0: um I don't know I just think for some reason it just that belt the white belt and it just works with seth <laughs> i don't know why like you know like the, the, there's all the, like the image i always have of like sean michaels is with the intercontinental belt not so much the championship and i don't know i just think i, I don't know what it is i think he's helped elevate that belt probably to the premier belt on that brand at the minute.
1: Well, it is because the Universal Championship's MIA, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, it doesn't exist at the minute. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I just think while I know it sounds stupid, but while Brock's got it, I think the Intercontinental needs to stay on their strongest person, so there's something on TV week in, week out that means something. I know Elias of would do, like, a really good job, and that's why I put him on originally, because I thought, it, it's rare, like, don't really put the belt on heels much anymore. And he would be good, because he's a bit of a sort of, people love him and people boo him. Mm. But I just think Seth, just Seth and that belt, it's, like, a perfect match for, until Brock comes back into the picture for a, a picture, a bit more. Well, are we to,
1: is the next... What's the next WWE pay per view? Is it Extreme Rules? Um, I can't remember. Is it? I think it is Extreme Rules, and then it's Summerslam. So we have still got another pay per view. So I could be entirely wrong.
0: I think. Well, I think if someone's going to be challenging, and I totally agree with the Seth thing challenging for the, the belt for Brock. I think it'll be Summerslam when he, if Brock's going to drop it, and I think. Maybe at the next one, that's when Elias gets his rematch or something like that. See, I liked what they did at Extreme Rules last year when the
1: main event was a number one contendership match.
0: Yeah.
1: I really I like, liked that. like that. And I think Seth could be in that and then win that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's my yeah. thinking. That's my thinking anyway. Um, So, first one we differ on. You're uh, going with Seth Rollins to retain, I'm yeah. going for Elias. Which I can't quite believe I'm saying on air. But there we go. (laughs) Elias to take the Intercontinental Championship. Which brings us to a feud I want to get through as quickly as is humanly possible, and that is Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. (laughs) Um I'm not going to talk about it, to be perfectly Uh, honest, because
0: I don't think we need to.
1: No, most podcasts have spoken about it. Anyone in the YouTube comments on any WWE videos of this have spoken about it. Anyone on Twitter. It's shit. It's complete waste of two fantastic talents who are desperately trying to give the best they can with the wank they have been given. And I'd I think love it's...
0: See, I'd love to see Bobby Lashley's face when he's given the script for that.
1: Yeah. He can you know, <laughs> considering the fact that he has just come in from Impact where he was the complete dog's bollocks yeah. and now he is being made to run assault courses like the old NXT, it's just bullshit, it really is. Um so I'm going for Lashley.
0: Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> um that was quick. We don't need to talk about it anymore. They're not going to make Bobby Lashley lose in his pay per view debut one on one match, are they? So
0: not, not not that anybody gives a shit.
1: <laughs> not that anyone gives a shit. Um it's terrible booking, and hopefully Bobby Lashley will start to get some momentum here. This will be the end of this Godforsaken feud, and Sami Zayn can transition back into where he belongs, which is either with Kevin Owens or just being a bitch-ass heel, which is what he's (laughs) amazing at. Just stop this feud, for God's sake. But, keep the reading glasses, because that's brilliant. (laughs) Um, Anyway, moving on to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Um, This will probably open the show, I would have thought. And we've got the host team of the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, taking on the current champions, Harper and Rowan, the Bludgeon Brothers, the Hammer Bros. Who (laughs) have you got and why? You what? Who have you got and why?
0: Who have I got? I've got Bludgeon Brothers, just because they're sort of the hot topic and also the club are shite. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue with that point. Um, because the club aren't, they aren't... They're not shite, but nobody cares. and It's clear that WWE don't care. They've done a fantastic
1: job of burying them, haven't they? Um yeah. And I would have loved... You know, we were all begging for them to come over to uh, SmackDown in the latest Superstar Shakeup just to reinvigorate their character, yeah. and they just haven't been on TV as far as I can, far as I'm aware, really. No. Um. I mean, I can't even remember why they were given the title a shot against the Bludgeon Brothers, but there we are. Um. I know that Carl Anderson beat Harper out of nowhere, which <laughs> made no sense whatsoever. Um. But it's got to be a Bludgeon Brothers retain. Yeah. Um, because I feel once they've lost the title, they've lost a match, they lose their mystique. Totally, yeah. So you've spent all this time building the characters as these dominant forces. They're finally sort of being taken seriously, despite their massive Toys R Us hammers. Um. Yeah. So keep the titles on them for a bit, and then have, I don't know, The New Day take them off them, or something like that. Yeah. Um. Again, it's one of those feuds where it's gonna be an okay match, it's not gonna be anything we remember by the end of the night. Um it's got no fire behind it, as you know, we've said about three of the opening four matches, which isn't great. Um, but yeah, I think brother uh, brothers bludgeon to retain here. Um I certainly hope this isn't going to main event, but there is a possibility it could do. Um singles match, Roman Reigns, the oh. big dog, the show closer versus jinder mahal now it is absolutely hilarious that the reason roman reigns is fighting jinder mahal at this pay-per-view is because vince clearly thinks who is more hated who's the most hated man on raw bar roman reigns (laughs) it's jinder mahal therefore if we put roman in a match with him they'll boo jinder therefore they'll cheer roman no vince no 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 that's
0: not the way it works. You know what's going to happen? It's going to it's going to be Jinder's going to get ironic cheers. Yeah, Jinder's going to be turned face. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just
1: it's it's going to be an awful match because I like
0: Jinder.
1: <laughs> I hate Jinder in the ring. I don't think he's a good wrestler at all. He's done wonderful work in getting himself in shape. He's jacked to shit, but I don't rate him as a wrestler whereas I do rate Roman as a wrestler. I think the chance of you can't wrestle are ridiculous. Um But, I mean, such a shallow, just thinly veiled attempt at getting Roman cheered by default is just ridiculous.
0: Has there even been a build
1: for this? Uh, Roman Reigns speared Jinder through a, like, sort of a part wall. It wasn't even a real wall. Oh yeah. Um, the, the they've sort of or... been brawling backstage, where Jinder was what? made to look face because, despite being injured, he carried on fighting. So but that for what was
0: reason. I don't. There is no reason.
1: Jinder cost Roman his place in the uh, Money in the Bank Lang- Money in the Bank ladder match, for right. which we were all thankful, and again, which turned Jinder face. I was going to say because. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which I believe the crowd, I can't remember where the rule was, but they all started that chanting, "Thank you, Jinder." <laughs> so you know
0: again this, this I mean this could be the match this could be the match that turns Reigns heel gender face do you I'll know what do if it.
1: Reigns went heel I think he'd prefer it I think everyone in the world would prefer it apart from Vince Um, I mean and this links into to my everyone would
0: cheer
1: Re- Reigns exactly <laughs> which is what he wants Um, this links in with you know why I've Decide Elias is going to win the Intercontinental Championship just because Seth needs to be elevated to that main event. Because if SummerSlam is billed as Roman versus Brock again, they're not going nah. to get the numbers. Nah. Because Especially, their last I mean, three matches that, have been shit.
0: That arena will be empty if that's the show closer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If they put that on last, which it will be, it will be empty. Absolutely. You
0: know what? At this point, I'm. Um... So
1: done with Brock Lesnar. It's untrue. Like, yeah, fuck Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, fuck Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, you've done serviceable work. You know, you were fantastic in your first stint. You've been okay in your second stint. You were good at the start, and then you sort of tailed off when you became just I can do some suplexes. And
0: um, it just doesn't give a shit.
1: Yeah, it just Heyman. doesn't give a shit about the company. Just does it for money. It's it's very very boring to the point now where I don't even like Paul Heyman anymore.
0: Yeah,
1: um, which is a shame. Um. I mean, Roman's anyway. winning here, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that goes without saying. Jinder is not winning here. Um, and if he does, it means we get this match at Extreme Rules, and I'll not <laughs> care then either. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's Carmella versus Asuka now for the WWE SmackDown <sighs> Women's Championship. And do you know what? I genuinely think Carmella's winning this.
0: No, I don't. I... Don't, but, uh, well, I've no, picked, no. I've picked Asuka just through sheer hope.
1: <laughs> right, I'll clarify what I mean in a minute. Carry on. I
0: just... Asuka's just done not nothing really since losing at Mania. No. They've just sort of... not They haven't really buried her, but they've just sort of had a on hold.
1: Almost She's yeah, it's taken
0: over. And Carmella, honestly, I, if I don't see her in another match again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> I can't bear to hear her screams.
1: And her tongue, don't forget, her tongue being licked out at every oh, submission hold. Holy shit! Just get nah, get off. <laughs> I'm done with you. Um, yeah,
0: ask her, Ask Asuka.
1: <laughs> I don't think Asuka's walking out with this, walking out of this with the title.
0: As, as Jericho once said save us asking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I think that Carmella will just sort of walk out of the match really? yeah just say do you know what absolutely not count out <laughs> yeah and just count herself out I think that's what will happen so Asuka will win the match but Carmella will retain and then Asuka can take <sighs> it off for at the next page
0: per view do you know what I would love if um James Ellsworth came back. Cost Carmella the match.
1: Been rumor, there's been rumours, but he's been um, apparently he's confirmed he's working with a um, a company in China, and apparently the company in China has also tweeted out that James Ellsworth is there. Oh, so, yeah. well. <laughs> sorry man, if I just ruined that for you. No I man. mean, to be honest, you know, the Hardy said they weren't coming to WrestleMania, and AJ Styles said he wasn't coming to the Royal Rumble in 2016. So, I wouldn't hold I mean I'm not putting it in the same bracket as AJ Styles debut. I was gonna
0: say that's an elaborate um sort of ruse from to get a Chinese company. <laughs> <Yeah>, it <is. laughs>
1: it's just a Chinese company he's made up as well. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I haven't hated Carmela's reign as much as I thought I would. Her matches are average, bang average. Um but I think, you know, her promos have been okay. Her character work has been okay. Obviously, she's got the iconics on side as well, so that could play into it. I just there's no the one thing that is for sure is that Carmella is not winning this match clean.
0: No, definitely not.
1: To have Asuka lose her streak at Mania to Charlotte and then to lose to Carmella <laughs> of all people, I just, I don't see it. So I think what will happen is Carmella will um, get disqualified. Asuka will win. And Carmella will go around saying that she retained against Asuka. She retained against Asuka. She was ready for Asuka. Asuka will get another shot and absolutely destroy her at (laughs) uh, Extreme Rules or at SummerSlam.
0: So we've both got Asuka. Yeah.
1: Okay. So at the moment, we still only differ on one. Um, (laughs) Oh Jesus, this one was difficult. Um, Singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship between Nia Jax... And Ronda. Now, in fact, what I'm going to do is let's leave these two matches and let's go to the Money in the Bank ones first. Yeah. Because the Money in the Bank ladder matches could play into who we're predicting to be to win the championship. So we'll start with the women's match first, um, which includes Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalya, Lana, Naomi <laughs> and Sasha Banks. Um yeah. I'm going to let you go first. Who have you got and why?
0: I've gone for Sasha Banks. Wow, okay. Yep, because I think she's had a bit of a tumble down the card. Tell me about recently. it. Recently, she's had a bit of a shit show, And I think she's still character-wise one of the best, well, and in the ring, one of the best I've got. Definitely in the ring, she definitely. Just, she just needs to be pulled away from the whole um... Right, Bailey thing, thing and Bailey thing. Just, just pulled away from all that and give her a shot at the champion. So it's a totally different sort of feud. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And heel heal Becky, uh, Becky, heal Sasha Banks. Still one of my favorite characters. So yeah. good. Her
1: heel work in NXT was brilliant and that was what got everyone so hyped when she got brought up to the main roster and it sort of tailed off a bit, everyone still loves Sasha because it's Sasha but everyone is still living in hope that she will just turn into that badass legit boss that she was in NXT Um, you know whether that leads into an eventual feud for the title with Bayley fantastic because those two in the ring are fantastic together, they've got great chemistry, they've proved they can do it Um. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're right. She seems to be taking a back seat at the moment on Raw. Um I mean this
0: this is one that I changed your mind on
1: a couple of times. Yeah. You look at it and Bar Lana there is a case for every woman in that match to win it. Yeah. Um I mean Emma Moon has been she's been one of the few success stories of people coming up from NXT. I think she's been brilliant since she's come mm. up. Um prove me wrong completely because I thought she'd be shit. She's done really, really well. Um, It hasn't mattered that the character's full of more holes than a colander. Um, <laughs> you know, she's always been amazing in the ring. And I'm sure she's going to shine it. You know, I mean, let's face it. We're going to see an eclipse off a ladder.
0: I was just going to say that, yeah. It's...
1: Which we're all looking forward to. Can't wait <laughs> you know, followed by a Charlotte Flair moonsault off a ladder. You yeah. know, it's it's going to be a fantastic match. Um, and Lana's
0: going to fall off the ladder.
1: Lana's going to be there. <laughs> uh, so I've also gone for a Raw woman. Um, I've gone for Natalia. Yeah. Um, which I'll be honest, my thought process was it started with Natalia, then I went for Becky Lynch. <laughs> um, which was my heart. You know, I want Becky yeah. to win it. She won't, but I want Becky to win it. Uh, then I went for Bliss. And then I went back to Natalia. Um, my thinking for Natalia is that if Rhonda wins the title, there's a built in storyline there of Natalia and Rhonda being friends. There's a storyline then built in for the next couple of months about yeah. Natalia, I'm your friend, but I'm going to beat you. And, you know, then eventually turning Natalia heel because her face character is shit. Um, and I think, you know, it'd be nice for Natalia. She's done a decent amount of service. She can take the title off Ronda and then she'll probably instantly lose it again, but that's fine. Because it works I, in on the storyline.
0: I did originally have Natalia. Um because I just thought she's she's always been there as a sort of I mean she's been used pretty much as developmental. Yeah. She's she's like the gatekeeper to the to the those that get sort of pushed for the title. Yeah. But she's never really She's never really had like a proper title cut like a uh, run she's she's had it but then always lost it quite quickly.
1: Well, let's face it, her smackdown women's title run pretty much a year ago was horrifically underwhelming yeah, and that's because mm. unfortunately Natalia has suffered from what she's always suffered from. Shitful. Lack of character, yeah, exactly. Right. What is Natalia's character? It should just be, "Look, I'm a heart. I'm a fucking mint wrestler.
0: Bring Let's it. do it."
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, not so, uh, I like cats or that, that weird was, fucking that fart the... gimmick she had. Oh god, yeah, I forgot
0: what. Yeah, so I best think, we all feel yeah, about that. If she had the belt, I think it would be good. But then I thought, I like Sasha Banks, and if she's got the briefcase, and if Ronda's got the belt, I could see a promo where Sasha Banks is. And they've got the videos as well. I worked my ass off to get up here. Yeah. You've just walked in. I think and either I'm way
1: there. it will give whichever woman the direction she needs. Yeah. And I think that applies to both banks and to Natalia as well.
0: Yeah.
1: So that takes us into the men's money in the bank ladder match. And there's going to be two predictions here. Mm-hmm. Um the first prediction is which member of the new day is going to win or is going to enter. And the second prediction is, who do you think is going to win? Um, I'm going to let you go first. I
0: think it's got to be Big E in the match. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I think that he's he's the one that, if they're going to take anyone out of that group, he's the one that they're going to push. Kofi doesn't need it, and unfortunately, I don't think Xavier Woods will ever get it.
1: He's not a world champion. He's a mid champion, he's not a world champion.
0: And he's a really, really good sort of sideline man and a good manager and promo, but... He's good in the yeah. ring, man. He's really good yeah. in the ring. Oh, he is, yeah. Um, I just don't think he has that thing that WWE look for. No. Whereas Big E is just a big, massive machine.
1: Charismatic as fuck as well. Uh-huh. You know, he's got timing for comedic chops, he's got the intensity, he's, you know, he is, he should have been a champion, you know, a decent champion with a decent run, you know, because he's got everything. And I think eventually he will break off from the new day. And I think eventually yeah. he will be pushed to the top of the card. Um, but I agree with you. I think Piggy e is going to be the member of the Money in the Battle Ladder match. Although, you know, it's a high spot match so I'm okay, sure Kofi yeah. will probably be in it. Um that brings on to the second prediction Yeah which <laughs> I'll be honest was extremely is,
0: difficult. Yeah, this is long one I changed five times.
1: I have looked at this one and the only person I said wasn't gonna win it is Bobby Roode. Yeah. Everyone else in this match, including the new day, could legitimately win this match. Don't tell me you don't want to see the New Day Freebird the WWE Championship. <laughs> After that fucking shit show we had with Jinder, this would be amazing. Hello. Those three would be brilliant with this. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And I was li- I'll was, say this now, I was listening on my way home to the Going In Raw podcast and they were doing their predictions. Hmm. And their prediction was, or what they said was, they were very, very close to saying it. They didn't actually predict this. But what they said was, wouldn't it be amazing if the New Day won the Money in the bat ladder match, and then in the Last Man Standing match, both AJ Styles and Nakamura are down, all three members of the New Day come down with the briefcase. <laughs> what they both cut or two of them cover, um, Shinsuke and AJ, whilst the other one stops, you know, whoever gets up from breaking up <laughs> the pinfall, the New Day win the WWE Championship. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be that would an be incredible good, end to the uh, money in the bank pay for you. It's not going to happen. That's
0: far too thought. Like it's far too intricate an idea. Oh, for yeah. the WWE into God. Yes, God. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, which is why I've gone for Samoa Joe. Me too. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because I, I was just going to say, this is the one where I've totally gone with my heart. Yeah, Samoa Joe is my favorite. So, is that legitimately your reason? Just because Samoa Joe is yeah.
1: your favorite? Yeah. Um, I mean, I
0: had, I, had a, I did have Finn for like most of the time. Finn Balor, because I thought he's another one who's just suffered quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and he needs something to sort of give him something to have a reason to do something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I literally went through everyone. I said, you know, Kevin Owens, I love Kevin Owens. He should be one of the top guys. He's amazing. His promos are awesome. He's fantastic in the ring. Um, But he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it, and he can afford to lose. Bobby Roode hasn't got the momentum. Rusev, everyone's heart said they'd love Rusev to win this, but he's not going to. Um, Braun doesn't need it. Braun, I mean, it depends where they're going with Roman. You know, if they're going to continue with the Roman push, then Braun isn't going to win it because they don't want Braun hanging over it.
0: Like, he'll just take a title shot. (laughs) That is true.
1: Just take the Money in the Bank briefcase off whoever's got it. That's mine.
0: Uh, You just walk in and say, "Right, I'm going to beat these up," and then they'll have to give us a match.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I thought. Finn, again, that would be my heart as opposed to my head. I'd love Finn to win this. If Finn wins this, I'll go mental. Um, but. I don't think he is. The Miz would have been amazing, especially if that had led into a Miz versus Daniel Bryan feud for the title. Yeah. That would have been amazing. But Samoa Joe needs this <laughs> because Definitely. he's gone over to SmackDown. He then lost to... He then didn't take the Intercontinental Championship at the greatest, biggest, widest Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, He then lost clean to Roman Reigns after one spear. You know, he hasn't looked this week since his debut on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe needs this because he said he's coming for Shinsuke, he's coming for AJ, he's coming for that title. Exactly, yeah. He needs that. And don't tell me that you wouldn't love to see a sinister Samoa Joe holding that briefcase. Oh, damn right. And just constantly, just even just sitting at ringside, every time AJ or Shinsuke, whoever wins the title, is there, that's just going. That's the thing, going, it's that
0: smirk, the smirk that he has.
1: Exactly. I think he'd be the type of person as well to announce it beforehand. Yeah, because he and when he wears a suit it makes him look even more badass. Oh my God, Samojo in a suit's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd love it to be Samojo and I think if they are going to go raw women, then it needs to be Smackdown men. Yeah. Um, because, Fingers crossed. Yeah, because the problem is with raw men there's a Roman Reigns in the way.
0: I was just going to say.
1: And you're not going to punch through that Roman ceiling not yet. No. Which brings us to our last two matches. Um, I genuinely think that Nia versus Ronda could headline. Could main event it. Because it's Ronda's first singles it's Ronda. match. Ronda, yeah. Um, so, we'll go with Styles versus Nakamura first. And for me, if they do another bloody draw. Oh, fucking hell. If they do one
0: ball shot as well. I know. I'm going to...
1: Punt me, TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it's got to be Nakamura. It's his time now, surely. He's done so much good heel work. If he loses, they are in danger of just completely ripping any credibility from his character at all. And I'm worried that's what's going to happen if he loses. Yeah. Um, You know, everything he's done, he's... F- His match, he had a great match against Jeff Hardy. He had a great match against Ty Dillinger a couple of weeks ago. You know, where the fuck is Ty Dillinger? Um, And I think just he needs this more than AJ needs it now. They haven't done anything with AJ. Yeah. Apart from slapping Nakamura in that backstage segment, which was quite funny. (laughs) Um, I think AJ, you know, he's a fantastic champion. He will be a fantastic champion whenever he holds the belt because he's AJ fucking Styles. But Nakamura needs it.
0: What about you? I'm going... I don't want to say it now, but... Uh, AJ Styles, but I think it's going to be another screwy finish. Oh, I hope not. I do. I think Nakamura's going to get disqualified or... Something like that. I just think... I think WWE have it in their heads that they can't let one of these two lose for some reason. It's like...
1: Well, I'll tell you what, don't have Shinsuke Nakamura lose to
0: fucking Jinder on two consecutive pay-per-views Um, So I think... I just think Nakamura's... It's going to be a match where Nakamura's going to be on the back foot for quite a lot. He's going to get desperate and he's going to pick something up and just crack AJ with it. The belt or a bell. Or he's going to... Like strangle him, or something that. will happen. He's going to do some way. He holds him in a choke for too long, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I, I
1: really just, do. I hope not. I hope not. I just, I know that, I know that there are ways around it, and that I think if he gets, if he finds a way to get disqualified, because it is going to be difficult to get yourself disqualified during a last man standing match. But if he does find a way, I've got a feeling that Paige will come back and restart the match. Actually, I've just
0: just had a thought. Do you know when I said there wasn't going to be a cash-in? Yeah. I think there could be a cash-in. I think Joe could cash-in on this match.
1: On this match? To Uh save either of them losing?
0: To have...
1: Uh I tell you what, can you imagine the triple threat? Because let's face it...
0: Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I think now. I think looking at it, it saves both of them losing. Well, to each other. Joe takes the pin or submission, even gets the belt. And then then um, Nakamura and Styles chase for the belt, and the book because the then they've both got a legitimate rematch. Shout.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So. Yeah, that, I'd love so to see. Totally I'd love to my... see.
1: I'd love to see a cash in. I'd love to see it. Whether it'll happen, don't know. We'll
0: see. So that's what my prediction is then.
1: Okay. Neither of them lose. Neither of them lose. Okay.
0: Well, Nakamura, Nakamura loses, but AJ doesn't win. No, I
1: think Nakamura will win, and then if a cashing happens, it will happen after that. Right. Um, but I think Nakamura has to win this to save face. Um, which takes us to our main event, our final match, and genuinely <laughs> for me, this was the hardest match to call. And uh, Nia Jax taking on Ronda Rousey.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, um it's, I mean logic would dictate Rhonda's first match she's gonna win. But But I mean is she ready for a title? Her her promo I game think,
0: is awful. And I think I think she'll she'll be the one that would have said no. I don't like I don't deserve to win this match.
1: No. I don't I understand why she's not on the ladder match.
0: Yeah. At least
1: then if she play. loses you know, she hasn't lost,
0: has she? Mm-hmm. Um, but here, gives I mean, her time, gives her time to have a breather during the match.
1: Yeah, and also, no offence to Nia Jax. I mean, Ronda's had one match, and granted it was a great match against Triple H and Stephanie. You know, probably the match of, of the night, let's be honest.
0: She had help in that match, though.
1: Exactly. And Nia Jax, if it was a match against Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, they can carry Ronda to a good match. Natalia even, but is Nia Jax good enough
0: I don't think she is
1: to carry Ronda to a good match.
0: I think she's I think she's quite sort of sloppy at times.
1: Well, there have been quite a few botches, haven't there? Yeah. Um I mean
0: <sighs> Jesus, this I've is got, difficult. I've got Nia Jax to win this. Just because I don't think I and to honest, have I think, lose I think this early. Ronda, I think if Ronda wins it at this match against her, it doesn't feel like a big deal. Is it as if it, as if she sort of went up against someone like Charlotte at a SummerSlam or a Mania, something like that, to win the belt?
1: The thing is, I don't see Ronda Rousey coming out of this with the title. I don't. Which means that I mean, Nia Jax cannot pin Ronda clean. <laughs> she it, it just can't happen. She spent all this time building Ronda Rousey, so the only way they can do it is if someone interferes. Stephanie, <laughs> like Stephanie. I mean, Stephanie could. I mean, hope not. Oh, could you imagine a Montreal screw job? Unless we'll have two cushions. Oh God, no, they won't do that. <laughs> they won't do that it ruins the impact of the second one yeah Um. I mean do you know what I'm going to go for that I'm going to go Ronda Rousey is going to be screwed out of it and literally Montreal screw job
0: well, Nia Jax um... is going to have
1: a locked in and Stephanie's going to come down ring the bell Nia Jax is bell. still the champion
0: you know what that would totally make sense because she is so desperate to take that bloody Vince McMahon raw
1: yeah and you know what i'm happy with that i don't think that's a bad thing i don't think ronda should be in the title picture yet anyway especially considering just before mania she said i don't want a title shot yet here she (laughs) is um when you've got people like ember moon you know um natalia sasha banks bailey ruby riot all who've paid the dues, and all who are nowhere near that title picture you know and Ruby Wright a Ruby Wright's a fantastic wrestler. Why is she not in the ladder match? Why is she not fighting for this title? And you know who was Nia Jax defended against? Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is five foot one.
0: Then again, when does the, uh... the oh dear, the oh, oh my life, that scared the <laughs> shit out of me.
1: <laughs> oh, God! For those who don't know, that is my Kindle randomly talking to me. I thought it was turned off. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's some poltergeist shit right there. <laughs> Holy shit. Good God. Right. <laughs> Let's turn that bugger off. <laughs> Good God. Right, anyway. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus Christ, my heart rate's like 170 now. What's it? Uh, was that really clear through the microphone as well?
0: I heard something. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was my uh, that was my Kindle telling me that it couldn't connect to Alexa because I said Alexa Bliss.
0: Oh
1: fucking stupid thing. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm terrified now. Nice. Um anyway, so yeah. I don't think Ronda should be anywhere near. I think that we've got too many good wrestlers on Raw who are not near that title scene for Ronda to just come in, be Billy Big Bollocks and come to the top.
0: I don't think it's her
1: decision. I don't think it's her decision at all.
0: When's the when does SmackDown go to is it Fox?
1: 2019,
0: I think. Right, it's all right, there's plenty of time. Because she's going to be the face of that brand then. Oh yeah, God, yeah, absolutely. Because that's why Fox wanted it. Do you reckon? Pretty much guaranteed. Uh, yeah, they'll be. I think Fox would have said, we want Ronda and we want Reigns or whoever else is the big balls at the time because we've just give you however much money. <laughs> yeah, I
1: wouldn't be surprised if Seth goes over. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, there are predictions. So if we go through them one by one, we can go through who we've got. Um, so Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, we've both got Daniel Bryan. Yep. Seth versus Elias, I've gone Elias, you've gone Seth. Yep. Lashley versus Zayn, who cares, but we've both gone Lashley. Uh, we've both gone Bludgeon Brothers, we've both gone Roman Reigns. We've both gone Asuka, but by DQ. Yep. We've both gone Naya. Yep. Um, but I think she'll be screwed out of it Montreal Screwjob style. I've gone Shinsuke, you've gone Cashin. Yep. Um, We've both gone Samoa Joe in the Money in the Bat Ladder match, male, and in the female Money in the Bat Ladder match, I've gone for Natalia, and you've gone for Sasha Banks. Yep. Right. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, there are predictions. Um, Tell us what you think about them. I'm sure that you're screaming into your headphones, you know, what about Becky? We all love Becky. We all want Becky to win it, but she's not going to. Let's face it, it's just an unfortunate fact of life. Um, in the meantime, check us out on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Audio Boom, whatever podcast you are using, CastBox. Give us a subscribe, a comment. Thank you, whilst I think about it, for making the last two episodes of Podmania. Um, Chris's Young Lion Podcast, Dominion Review, and our Top 10 WrestleMania Matches are our two most listened to podcasts since we've been doing it. So thank you for that. We're wow. Clearly spreading. Thank you for all the love. We really do appreciate it. Um, talk to us on Twitter at Podmania, uh, YouTube at The Real Podmania, and Instagram at the same handle. You can talk to me on Twitter at, at @realrobgodwin. Where can they find you, Garth? At Drummer Jackson. Brilliant. We will see you on Thursday next week for our Money in the Bank pay-per-view review. And Chris will be back on Sunday, just going over some happenings in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: Yes, cheers. See ya.